so yeah, we watched for this review, this pretentious review, Don't Look Now, which is currently available to stream for free on Canopy. Um, you might have access to that with your library card. Um, and Pluto TV with ads. Don't Look Now is about a married couple played by Donald Sutherland and Julie Christie who are grieving over the tragic loss of their daughter while the husband works in Venice. While there, they meet a pair of English sisters, one of which is blind but purports to have psychic abilities. The couple is given a grave warning and told to leave Venice before it's too late. Um, this is a movie that's on a lot of lists that I didn't know anything about. I had no idea it existed. Like, there's a lot of... Like, Donald Sutherland is, is subtly on some, like, iconic horror movies. Oh, yeah. Like, he's on Body Snatchers. Yeah, the remake. He's on this. Yeah. Um, and this one is is on a lot, a lot of lists of, like, best horror movies. And um, in England, it's it's regarded as just one of one of the best English movies ever mm-hmm. made. Yeah. Um, and it's in the Criterion Collection. So there's a lot of, like, indicators that, like, oh, well, this is, at the very least, an interesting movie. And... Uh, I really like watching movies like this where I go in pretty... Super blind. Pretty blind. The Wicker Man. Yeah. Well, I was had no idea. I was right. just like, okay. It's funny you mention that. Yeah, I knew it would be. Yeah. Because um, this was shown as a double feature with Wicker Man. Makes perfect sense. I mean, they're, they're... This was the main feature, and then after they played the Wicker Man. And uh, it aligns really well because it's both about... Um, you know, looking for a dead girl for most of the movie. Yeah. Um, and a kind of shocking end. <laughs> you know, it's it's very close in tone. Um, so I watched the movie. I really, really enjoyed it. It's it's one of those where, um, it's not like anything I've seen before. Like I've seen, you know, it feels very seventies. It's very like on the cusp of avant-garde and it's like in the 70s they're getting more experimental with editing and and kind of more visceral uh feeling movies yeah and this aligns with that and just rides the line of being pretentious for pretentiousness sake it definitely does that and uh and being very effective at what it's trying to do I get the sense that you do not like this movie as much as me. No. Um, but I was I was really impressed, and I, I was like, I can't imagine a better experience <laughs> or a wider chasm of feeling between this movie and the other movie we watched this week, which was the number 23. Uh, I, okay. Um... I knew nothing about this. Mm-hmm. I knew nothing about it until the end of it. I still don't know anything about it. All the things you just said, total news to me, including the, you know, this holds a special place in history. Mm-hmm. I could kind of like pick up on a little bit of that. That I, the main thing that told me that was you wanted to watch it and this is something that you do, right? Mm-hmm. You go, well, I need an excuse to watch the big influential ones uh-huh. that no one else really wants to watch, mm-hmm. but. We got a horror movie podcast, and God damn it, I'm going to watch right. the, the tent poles. I cannot, for the life of me, 
work out why this is a tentpole or and I can't glean the glean the incredible nature of it like that people that you describe people mentioning like like there in that trailer there were some pretty fucking insanely huge claims like this is the best British film ever mm. made like which is that's a real bold statement considering that almost nothing happens in this whole movie um It was minorly ominous throughout, um, and it had a few very loud jump scares. I could see it being uh, toward the in the first third of it. There were some incredibly loud, just inexplicable jump scares. Um, but other than that, I t- and then the ending was so like what? Wait, <laughs> wait, yeah. wait, what? That I, uh, you know, I mean, it was a long movie. It was an hour and 50 minutes or so. And um, I can't work out why or the intrigue within. I just don't, I don't get it. I just don't, I don't understand. Well, I mean, I really thought this one would have grabbed you from the beginning. And, and I thought you would have been bought in from it. But I can, I can see, like, looking at it that way. If it, if it didn't strike a chord with some of the choices, then it's it's going to be like uh, okay so nothing really happens nothing really happens and when things do happen what like wait what wait what are you trying what are you going for right. like this whole especially so spoilers uh this this a, a good portion of this is i'd say from here on out mm-hmm. is going to be spoilers so fyi um if you want to watch a tentpole classic this is up there with the Wicker Man and Texas Chainsaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't work out why. But th- there's a lot of intrigue around, um, you know, Donald Sutherland's wife leaving to go check on their other child who they left in England. And, oh, my God, where is she? But, oh, she's okay and everything's fine. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of misdirection and allusion to right. evil, but no yeah. real evil except for some old tiny lady who kills him in the end. Like what? <laughs> like this doesn't? It just doesn't make any sense. And there's all. It just doesn't. There's was nothing much there. You know, at least I, I got. To, I did get strong hereditary vibes toward the middle of the start to middle of this movie, mm. where I was like, oh, this is a a family torn asunder but it really wasn't like they were affected by the loss of their daughter but for the most part they were they were making their way through and pretty you know he lost himself in his work a little bit like Tony Collette lost herself in her work uh-huh. but but all the relatable parts all the the character building of hereditary didn't happen in this and um and I just I just was left going like just holding my dick in my hands being like wait what wait what wait what about wait so, so what score would you give this movie for you oh man it just seemed like a lot of inclusion of unnecessary stuff that didn't make a lot of sense to me and was hard to tie together mm. um and uh i wanted some I wanted them to direct me toward the thing to be scared of or to not like or the bad guy or mm-hmm. anything. 
Right. Um, but it just so, felt so directionless. I think I fall around a four or a five, mm. like maybe a four. It's, I mean, it's not bad. Yeah. It's just so directionless and nebulous. The whole thing mm-hmm. just was just unattached and, and a lot of just following a guy through his day-to-day life with hints at little uh, mm-hmm. evil. But what? Okay, so the coolest part was you got to see Venice in the 70s, which is... I feel honestly not that different than from what it is now. To be I honest. have no idea. It yeah. felt like a vacant city. It felt like a city devoid of any people at all. Felt like well, yeah, we can talk about that. Uh, so, yeah, I'm of a completely opposite opinion. And listening to you, I'm like, okay, I have counters for almost all of that, but they're all going to sound super pretentious. Okay. It's all going to be like, okay, asshole. Well, like, it all, all right. that makes. I mean, this is all right. It's a pretentious review, and and I think this is like kind of the ideal kind of movie that I give it a 10 out of 10. Like this is one of the, my favorite movies we've watched. Uh, wow. Are you serious? Yeah. I think it's, uh, immensely creative. I think the themes and the story in it, um, are very visceral and, but also feeling very, um, intimately mundane and, and like really exploring um psychology and the the um the nebulousness of memory and like the human experience and like your um your experience in time like it's it's this 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 it does very well. This what you're, and you did a fabulous job just now of describing that. If right. if anybody wants a good summation of this movie, that last minute of Bryce talking is that is the heart and soul of this movie. The right, the core essence of this movie is recollection, memory, how it's not reliable, how it's how it can cause you to panic uh-huh. when there's no. When there's nothing to panic about, necessarily, like all yeah, of yeah, these yeah. things, the psyche, the that it does great and in spades. But I'm so.